Chance, so good to see you this past weekend, man. Thanks for all your help. I really appreciate it. Listen, Dustin, I was really shocked that you kind of just snuck in here, a little quarterback sneak, you know, just slid right in. You made a statement, and then you just disappeared like a fart in the wind. Uh I was, like, really shocked. It was, like, quick, easy. Although the one thing I'm really disappointed in, we didn't pop open a single bottle of wine. No, we didn't pop on a wine. We didn't get any pictures together. It's like, no. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Like, man, we should have like, done some pictures and posted it on, uh, you know, at two great guys on Instagram. But of course we just, we didn't. But again, you know, thanks so much for your help. I appreciate it. We were just moving my mom um, into like a little area for her, um, you know, some furniture and stuff to make her a bit more comfortable. So she's doing well, uh, you know. So again, thanks for your help on that. I, I appreciate yeah. it. Now, I don't want to spend too much time on you and I. We do that a lot. Um, today we have a, a, an awesome guest on, Mayor John Dunbar. Um, he is the mayor of Yountville and uh, amongst other things, uh, you are, sounds like one of the busiest men in the U S John. I mean, wow. Well, at least I have some great Napa Valley wine to enjoy when I need to relax. And I know that, you know, you know plenty about that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, we actually, uh, I I think, I think a lot of the ones that we've done on Napa wine, uh, when we start first, our first episode was on Napa. Our second episode was on uh, Knights Valley, which is obviously over in in Sonoma, but that area, I mean, this is probably one of our favorite subjects and and because of that what's going on in napa with the fires and then COVID, of course um you know we wanted to take the time to put focus on as i think as we put it in another one of our podcasts our wine country you know uh-huh. i mean france has seven ten a hundred it's italy has same you know but our the united states wine country really is known for napa you know granted no napa sonoma granted we have you know, even here in Texas, we have Fredericksburg and Virginia's got a couple. The, the Finger Lakes have a couple. But the main one uh-huh. that, that, that the United States is known for is Napa. And so last week we talked with Jason Lady from Cliff Lady Vineyards. Uh, about, great interview, by the way. Great interview. Yeah, oh, that went awesome. No, he was yeah. great. And we talked uh-huh. to him about the vineyard level and how it was affecting him and his family. So we wanted to bring you on and talk to you about how it's affecting, uh, I, I guess, your city a, a, as a whole. What is like, I guess, the main thing that you've noticed outside of the air quality that you're seeing that's really being affected? Well, it's really been a challenging year, as you've identified. Um, We thought that a global pandemic would be the one and most significant issue that we would have to deal with. And and we are still dealing with that, of course. And we have um, extensive safety protocols that we see throughout, whether it's at our um, local businesses, you know, through, you know, city government or town, but also uh, these uh, very significant uh, catastrophic wildfires. Uh, you know, California for decades has been known as the earthquake state. Now we're really known at least as much, if not more, as the wildfire state. Uh, and that has had its own challenges as a wine region, for sure. Um, we are in harvest right now still. Um, and that has, you know, while we have been dealing with significant hundreds of thousands of acres of wildfires. We have learned to be very resilient as a, as a valley, as a community. Unfortunately, we have experienced, especially over the last three or four years, with disasters. And mm-hmm. what I'm very proud of is how resilient and how uh, collaborative this entire valley is when people need help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I, we were talking with Jason. He was saying how like the local community has really come together to help out. Have you seen that as well? Absolutely. You know, we hear story after story about uh, 
folks not even waiting to contact neighbors. If there happened to be wildfire activity in their area, uh, they hopped on their bulldozers and went and, and cut fire breaks and they, you know, helped rescue people that needed assistance, those types of things. Uh, yeah. Most of the wildfire activity was in the northern part of the, of the valley. So St. Helena, Calistoga, and the uh, county area uh, on the upper half of the valley, we were all impacted by the air quality, of course, with, with you know, over 100,000 acres uh, burned a couple months ago, and then another 67,000 acres in the most recent glass fire we have now we're back to beautiful sunny skies right now Great. but we we all learned about the air quality index and, and that whole mm -hmm. system uh, and there were days when it was unhealthy absolutely the visibility was was very poor and then how that impacted the the wine industry you know there were still uh, significantly uh, grapes on the vine whereas in 2017 when we had the, the significant uh, loss of uh, wildlands, most of the grapes had already been harvested. And so that vintage right. really didn't have the kind of impact that we're concerned about this year. Um, there are areas that were more uh, heavily impacted uh, and you know, more loss in terms of uh, wineries, in terms of several hundred homes. Uh, so we are still kind of in the, um, stage of uh, evaluating where those uh, significant impacts are and how we are going to be presenting not only this vintage, but just the, the overall economic recovery. We're into that recovery, but we have a ways to go. Right. Now, it, it's interesting, right? So, um, you know, if you, Dustin, if you recalled on the last interview with Jason, he was talking about how they are just now opening the 17 vintages this year. And it was just very ironic that you know, the, yeah, the fires of 17 and everyone right now is popping them in the fires of 2020 is just like, just a very weird, yeah. you know, sort of, of thing. So, so, I mean, you know, it, I guess when you look at it in, in the sense of you're talking about the community coming together, you know, trying to, you know, um, salvage the harvest that's coming through, you know, and, and, and whatnot to make sure that you don't have things like smoke taint, you know, and like Jason was mentioning that, you know, I guess that that would be a concern, but how many people essentially are in Yonville, John? We have uh, just under 3,000 total residents actually in Yonville. Wow. The entire Napa County is only about 145,000 people. So uh, we're a pretty small rural county. And uh, so there is, um, we're about eight miles apart from each other. So we have, you know, from the, the main city of Napa is eight miles to the south of us in Yountville. And then St. Helena is eight miles almost, uh, then Calistoga eight miles further north. So we're, we're basically separated uh, that way there's a real nice balance. Each of our communities has its own character and kind of style and personality, uh, which is also really nice. So, you know, Yountville, we're really known, we're all known for great wine. We're also really uh, known here in Yountville for our, our restaurants and our, our culinary scene. Uh, and that's been also something that we have been focusing on, really reviving that, bringing it back, first making, you know, making sure that it survives but also we are now seeing that economic recovery uh, happening in a lot of different sectors. You know, we, we have certainly hotel lodging is key to us as well. Inviting guests, uh, typically it would be from around the world. And typically this time of year, we would be at full 100% capacity up and down the valley. 
we're not seeing those numbers right now for obvious reasons, the combination of, of the wildfire and, you know, the, the media coverage that goes with that, uh, you know, the, right. the good and the bad news is we, we are seen at a, a, literally a global uh, audience. And when you see some of the most heavily damaged or, or um, the most active wildfire areas, just like we saw three years ago, the perception outside the area is the entire Napa Valley burned down. Uh, that hasn't happened. It didn't happen three years ago. It hasn't happened again. Yes, there were areas that were significantly impacted. We saw some of our neighbors to the north evacuated for you know, weeks or days. Uh, and so collectively, we still have some impacts in recovery. But if you came into Yountville today, we have 85 to 90 degree beautiful sunny skies, uh, you would not notice that there have been really any uh, natural uh, disasters uh, that have occurred. You would see a lot of mask wearing and you'd see a yeah. lot of signage about uh, public safety. That's really the only difference that you would see visually here in Yountville right now. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Like how much now, obviously the fires, everybody's to your point, everybody's like, oh, Napa's on fire. But you know, like you said, it's, it's more to the north. So because of the pandemic now, I mean, you guys are getting like a one-two punch now with the pandemic. How much has, has that affected? And I also feel like you're telling us you have this big sign that just says we're open. True. You know, you know we, we've, we learned a lot back in 2017 about how and when to message uh, that we are open for business. You know, we want to do it immediately, but we also respect the fact that there are, there are many uh, residents and there are some businesses that have been uh, significantly and negatively impacted. All the more reason, though, that we need to rebound and recover as quickly as possible. That same thing that we learned a few years ago, um, we are seeing, you know, especially with the pandemic, we had issues with uh, people having lost their jobs uh, because mm -hmm. businesses were already having to close because of the state, uh, you know, emergency orders. Well, as those have been loosened, and matter of fact, just uh, yesterday, we learned that we have moved into the next, uh, we've advanced into the next tier here in California, which has allowed even more business activity. So we're seeing 50% uh, capacity indoors for restaurants and more capacity for tasting rooms. Hotels have been open for several months. Retail is all, it's all coming back from a public health perspective. Now we have to make sure that we explain to people that yes, we are absolutely open. Yes, this is still a, a wonderful, beautiful time to be in the Napa Valley. Uh, if you drive up to the north in the valley, you will see wildfire impacts, absolutely. From uh, the middle south, you would not know that there were any wildfires. And it's very similar in Sonoma County, just to our west. We're very similar uh, wine regions and basically the same region and there have been pockets of uh serious damage but there for the most part um you would not see any impacts at all and people are very excited to welcome people back and, and enjoy the beauty of the napa valley so outside of obviously coming to visit um and being there and like 
pumping some money from outside of California, you know, uh, the rest of the United States all flooding into Napa and, and going to the restaurants and staying at the hotels and buying the wine and doing the tastings. What are some ways outside of that? Because I know some people still don't want to travel. They're still feeling a little uncomfortable about that. What are some other ways that, that we can help uh, wildfires to 90999, you know, they'll help with uh, Red Cross. What are some other things that we could do to help you and, and the rest of the city? We have seen some amazing creativity in our business uh, sector, finding different ways to reach their audiences. So we are seeing most um, quickly the recovery has been the drive market in California. So from as far south as the Los Angeles area, so that's several hundred miles away, but there are still people, as you point out, Dustin, that are not comfortable getting on an airplane. And so we have seen a significant drop in our international market and even in our domestic air travel market, uh, which again would be very active right now. The business that we are seeing, and thankfully we, we are seeing much better uh, return to the visitor experience than we projected we were very conservative uh, with like 10 to 20% hotel occupancy expected. We've seen more like 50 to 60%. So people oh, are great. coming, but they're mostly coming from regional areas driving. They feel more comfortable driving. And we, we completely welcome that, you know, the San Francisco Bay Area, a, a key market for us, for people, day trippers, overnighters. But the creativity that I, I wanted to highlight because it does allow us to reach the entire audience across the United States and beyond is the virtual experiences that are happening. We have so many of our uh, wineries, our tasting rooms, even our chefs that may not be back in their restaurants or they are, but they want to do virtual experiences that, that engage with their, their club members, with their, the patrons that they know are out there that um, can't make it here for, variety of reasons, but um, I've been on some of those virtual um, tastings and um, food pairing um, shows, some of them literally every day, every evening. Jean-Charles Boisset wow. here in Yelmville, he is doing nightly one-hour um, podcasts and, and uh, virtual tastings with uh, chefs, with vintners, with other pe you know, people in other sectors and it's really engaging and it's keeping connected to their audience. So uh, yes, they're, they're about selling wine and their products. And that is a way to do it while we aren't able to see as many people coming to visit in person. I love that. Yeah, that I, I, I love yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's great. Now um, what I'm, what I'm kind of wondering is I always, for, for myself, whenever I have, if I have like some SimCity 3000 disaster happen where I got, you know, fires and pandemics and all this stuff going on and, and, and around me, I'm always thinking of, all right, how am I going to handle things in the future, right? Like if this happens again. Now, has Yachtville, you know, the community, you know, uh, the surrounding areas, do they have some sort of like a contingency plan or something in place that if this happens, if this occurs again, like, all right, here's how we mitigate it. We hope that we don't have the layering of uh, you know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we've had in 2020. Sure. Uh, the pandemic created its own set of challenges and certainly the wildfire activity has, has uh, created different challenges. In some cases, 
power outages have, have caused uh, complications for folks. Uh, we have a lot of mitigation measures in place over these last several years with uh, backup generator power that allows businesses to continue operating. Uh, we've seen a lot of to-go uh, delivery activity in our restaurant sectors, uh, even in our tasting rooms. Uh, again, reaching the audience, not just waiting for the audience to come to us, but mm -hmm. to go out and, and try to provide you know, both locally with our residents and those that have been visiting, but even beyond that, a lot more um, outreach uh, because we, we recognize in some cases people have their own issues at home. There's been a significant uh, hurricane activity in many of the states in the, in the middle of the country, for example. Uh, we have a lot of different challenges people have. Homeschooling, you know, parents that might normally be able to take an anniversary trip or, or a family getaway, but they're not able to do it. It's watching our business sector really get, like they keep saying creative, but uh, part of it's out of necessity for sure. But it's being able to continue to engage their audience, the, the folks that already are supportive, but also reaching out to a new audience. You know, the next generation is also the next generations are, you know, areas of focus for us. How do we engage right. beyond the more traditional um, patron in food and wine and reach a different sector that may want a different experience? And that's, that was happening before these different crises that we've had to, to engage. So there, again, I go back creative, creative, creative about how to reach different audiences and do it in a really interesting and uh, engaging way. I think you nailed it on the head, though. In times of turmoil, innovation is born, right? And this is probably going to be like the next step forward to being the norm, right? So, I mean, and, and, and it's great that everyone in the community is doing these things with the virtual. I love the virtual cooking, like you're talking about some of the chefs are doing over there, or the virtual experiences that all these people can still have the capacity to support and have that, that quote unquote experience, but still have their precautionary measures of social distancing, you know, things of that sort. So I was just going to use as, as an example, Napa County specific and, you know, drilling down even more on Yonville, we have relaxed. So this is my municipal perspective as mayor. We have relaxed some of the um, operating conditions for our businesses. So restaurants that used to not be able to serve outside, we say, you know, give us a plan how you want to have the outdoor experience. We're seeing that with our tasting rooms. We're seeing it with retail. So we have actually seen a, a more energized outdoor experience that has grown out of the challenges principally from the coronavirus and the public health restrictions. When, we, when the state shut down indoor activity, we were able to say, okay, you have a patio. Normally we haven't allowed you to have a restaurant service out there. Now let's try it. And we're seeing uh, great success with that up and down the valley. And, and I know from my role with the League of California Cities representing all 482 cities in California, many of our communities are doing the exact same thing. You'll see in some areas, they're building little parklets uh, on, a, on a block in downtown that used to be parking spaces. They're now extending the restaurant activity and they're being very creative about setting up an experience that people still enjoy. You know, we're all 
uh, you know, tired of being in our homes, right? So any outdoor experience is really quite welcome. So we've been able to really support our local businesses with the outdoor um, operations, recognizing that as we're getting into the fall and the nights are colder, uh, we may actually at some day see rain here in California again. And if that happens, we have to be prepared again to pivot. And uh, thankfully, like I mentioned earlier, we're seeing up to 50% indoor activity come back from a public health perspective. That's going to help us transition back into a more traditional indoor experience, which are already fabulous experiences with the, the kind of uh, culinary talent, the, the winemaking talent that we see, the artisans that, that are being so creative with their artwork, with their, with their various retail products. We have all that still here. Uh, it has taken on, um, in some cases, a little bit of a different look, but it's everything that you love about the Napa Valley is still here and available. And we want to make sure that everyone feels comfortable to come and support. And what we've seen across the country, again, through experience is people want to support areas that have been impacted, whatever it might be, if it's a weather event, if it's something else, people want to do what they can. The virtual platform has allowed that to happen remotely, but we also, you know, the, the best way to experience the Napa Valley is to come here and be in the middle of the natural beauty and all of the experiences that we really enjoy sharing. Yeah, I mean, the weather there is amazing. So, I mean, to be able to have that experience, I mean, I think just going to a restaurant and just being able to sit outside, not only are, are people thinking to themselves, it's, it's better, right? I mean, it's going to be healthier to sit outside, but the weather, it's like, let's just sit out and enjoy the weather. I mean, I, I've noticed you on, on your Instagram, you know, it's a Mayor JD on Instagram, if you want to check him out, but you know, you go on your bike rides and things. And, and at, at what point did you finally say, okay, air quality is good enough. I can get out and go do these things. How long did that take? I mean, how, what was the effect of the fires that kept you inside? Now you said, as you say, you know, blue skies and things are much better, but how long was it? I mean, it was like a pandemic and now it's like you have to stay inside because you can't go outside and breathe. Like how long, how long was that? Well, it, it depends on which fire you're talking about. Both of them. <laughs> the most recent, the most recent fire was, you know, a, while 67,000 acres is significant, um, it was not as large a scale as the Hennessy fire, which was a couple months ago, mm. that was mainly in the eastern hills um, of the Napa Valley. That was over 100,000 acres. So right. it all depended on the wind. It was really interesting. Uh, there could be a day when it was relatively clear and it felt like normal. You might smell a little bit of uh, that that smokiness in the air, like your neighbor had a fire pit burning or something. But then it could be a day or two later, the wind shifted and all that smoke was blowing into the valley. And so there were days when it was recommended to not go outside. And, mm -hmm. and so with all of those pandemic, you know, uh, modifications to having tastings outside, restaurant experiences outside, it became more challenging during those few days. The most recent experience we had just this last month, that was a matter of about uh, seven to 10 days of really challenging okay. air quality. That has since passed, which is, we're very thankful for that. Yeah, the that's previous great. larger fire, uh, there was a longer extended period because it was a little bit of a broader um, fire impact up in the hills. 
And when, when there's fire in wildlands, really rugged terrain, very steep, heavily wooded, in some cases, Cal Fire just has to let that burn because they, they can't get to it safely. There aren't, you know, people at risk. There may not be structures at risk. And that's just kind of how some of these fires or parts of these fires uh, have to be managed is to let them burn out because it's not a threat. When that happens, you still have, uh, you know, smoke in the air. But we have seen, like I was saying, almost entirely clear skies uh, for the last, um, you know, 10 days, two weeks at least. Um, wow. I can always Good. tell when I get out and, and get on those early morning bike rides, leaving, you know, 730 or so just before the sun's, you know, really getting over the, the mountain range to the east. And you can, you can smell it, but you can't see it sometimes. But um, we have really seen that there is a natural um, ventilation system here in the San Francisco Bay Area where being so close to the Pacific Ocean, there, you know, the fog influence, the wind influence usually is a great air conditioner for us. And it's also a, an air, you know, filtration system, frankly, that allows any of this kind of uh, challenging um, you know, pollution or, you know, air quality, it, it can dissipate pretty quickly. And so, uh, like I said, if you came to Yountville right now or most of the Napa Valley, you would not know the challenges that we have faced this year. Uh, except for the public health uh, guidelines that we have in place. And, you know, that's what we see all across the country. So that's not anything uh, different here. Right. Mm -hmm. right. So and, uh, those, those, uh, those exact effects that you were just talking about fog and wind off the oceans, that is exactly why Napa wine is why Napa wine is, you know, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a perfect, it's like the, a perfect storm of, of weather and, and, conditions and sunlight and everything, which is why it's made Napa Valley such a famous area and how we can produce such amazing wines out of there. So obviously we're not sure yet how the wine from 2020 is going to affect St. Helena, Yountville, all of Napa Valley because of everything that's happened. Are you kind of bracing to see how that's going to affect the, the economy there? Because Obviously, wine being sold out of there is going to help the economy from, you know, Yonville, Santa Elena, Napa Valley, the whole thing. Is, are you kind of like just on the waitings, just going, okay, how is this going to affect us? There's definitely going to be a, a lag before we know what the longer term impacts are. Absolutely. Uh, many of the vintners have been testing their wine uh, ever since the, the earlier fires that had some impact. Some are seeing little to no effect. Some are seeing more mm -hmm. significant effect. In large part, it has to do with the grape varietals and the, the density of the clusters, the, the thickness of the, the grape skin, uh, and which of those might have been directly impacted in fire zones. Uh, because sure. when, when the larger fire a couple months ago was in the Eastern Hills, there was almost no impact at all uh, in the valley floor and the western hills and so it would be completely unfair to say the 2020 vintage is going to be tainted just across the board that even in 2017 we're now seeing in some areas there were some impacts but the majority especially because over 80 percent of the harvest had already happened 
it's about perception more than reality. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're going to see some varietals that are probably going to be in lower uh, quantities. You know, there, there might be uh, fewer parts of the valley that, you know, especially the northern part of the valley that are able to produce as much because they either had to get fruit in a little bit sooner than they wanted to because they knew that the wildfire impacts were, you know, adding up over time. But it's, a, it's amazing, you know, that's when the science comes in. There's the artistry of winemaking and there's the science of winemaking. And it's amazing to watch. I'm glad that, that people are talented like they are because I certainly don't know how to do it, but I know how to drink it. I don't know how to make it. But it really, you know, it, it goes back to the resilience of, of the winemakers, the, the vineyard owners about how do you pivot? You know, when you're a farmer, uh, mother nature deals you challenges, right? We know that from whatever the type of crop it is. You know, there are parts of this country where you're seeing crops had to be, you know, tilled under because of drought or, other impacts. They, they're resilient. They come back. Um, it, there may be a dip. There may be, uh, you know, the 2020 vintage might have less uh, um, quantity, but then where it exists, it could even be better quality. The concentration uh, of the flavors might be more intense, which gives the vintage its own identity. But the perception is what we will be um, handling for a period of time. Uh, just like we did three years ago and are seeing, as you mentioned, you know, drinking 2017s right now and finding that they're great. Um, mm-hmm. That In 2020, it'll be a few years before anyone's drinking those. So there will be a lag um, and there will be a lot of messaging that happens between now and then to make sure that the, the, the wine consumer is comfortable with making their investments and enjoying the wine coming to the Valley and having those experiences that they look forward to every year. It's about time for us to, to, to jump off, but I think to wrap, wrap this all up in, 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 a, in a nice little package with a bow is you're open. Napa's open. Yonville's open. The Valley is open. You can go, you can enjoy the wine, obviously under um, safety precautions um, that everybody must take wear masks, the fires affected um, you know, the, the Valley, but not, as extensive as it may sound, um, as some people may put it, oh my gosh, Napa's on fire. Don't go there. You're open. Um, and the wine, don't worry about the wine. There's going to be maybe a smaller quantity, but it's going to be great quality nonetheless. Is that about, about a good re- recap? I think it is. And, and the, the other thing that's important to remember is that we are supporting folks that lost their jobs, uh, whether it be from the wildfire or the pandemic, some businesses lost their facilities uh, in, in some of these episodes, we need to support them as much as anyone mm-hmm. so that they can personally and uh, financially recover. And that's, that's a message that I want to make sure that we get out also that every time somebody is buying Napa Valley wine or participating in a, in a virtual tasting or a cooking class or, or coming here even better to support our businesses and, and help the recovery, that's keeping people employed, that's keeping them able to pay their rent. Uh, um, and that is going to allow our economic recovery to happen even faster. And we're still here to provide those very special memories and those moments. You know, one of our, our, our taglines uh, has been for some period of time, raise a glass, 
raise a glass to, to each other, raise a glass to your health, raise a glass to uh, the experiences that we are still needing to have. What I, what I tell people also, and I, I know we're wrapping up, but all of our mental health is as important as our physical health. And in some cases, the mental health, all, it, all we need, it might be that Zoom call with friends that you haven't seen for a little while, and you share a bottle of wine and just you know, smile and laugh and, and, and have the stress relief that comes with enjoying um, each other. And so if you can do it in person, we are here to host and support you here. Thank you in advance for coming. If you can't make it to the Napa Valley and to Yountville, there are other ways to do it virtually and still engage and be supportive of what we have going on here. Dustin, I think we need to just go ahead and book ourselves a trip and go hang out with John. And I think have, so too. And, and we need to flex the mayor muscle when we go there and be like, listen, we're part of the official <laughs> tasting crew. You know, we flew in specifically for this. I will welcome you at, I will welcome you at the entrance to town, the town limits. And we will, uh, like I said, we will have a memorable time when you visit. Perfect. No doubt. No doubt. Love it. Uh, you know, we absolutely did the last time we were there. And, um, you know, again, you know, thanks, uh, Mayor, for coming on and, and joining us. And, and this is actually, I mean, to the point you just made, and then we'll try and jump off here. But this is actually the reason why Chance and I started doing this was because we don't get to see each other. He's in Tampa. I'm in Dallas. We both just highly enjoy wine. So basically, we get to jump on, do a Zoom call every week and drink wine together and talk about it. And, you know, and then we use able to use this kind of platform to, to look at situations like this and be able to help people. And, and hopefully that our conversation today with you um, helps open the floodgates and people come to Napa or they're on these zoom calls or they're buying Napa wine. And um, you know, hopefully, hopefully it helps. And, and hopefully you know, it's, it's been enjoyable um, having you on with us and, and we really do appreciate it. Thank you very much. I mean, uh, it means a lot to, to be able to, to get my message out, get our message out collectively from the Napa Valley. We know that you're, you're, you're great wine fans. Uh, we know every state in, in the country has wine country, literally everyone. Mm -hmm. You don't want Florida wine. It's gross. <laughs> I was going to say some, some may be more enjoyable than others, but we really appreciate the, the opportunity to, to get the message out that we want to welcome everyone to the Napa Valley, to Yountville. I'm all, you know me, I'm always Yountville-centric, but um, wherever you are, though, raise that glass and, and uh, be sure to toast uh, your friends, your family, your health. Uh, but the last thing I just want to say is stay safe. Uh, hopefully you're all healthy. Cheers. Thank you, sir. Really appreciate it. Have a great one, John. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you.